It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. That would be Gene Simmons doing an all-star jam with uh, Johnny Depp, uh, Matt Starr, Gilby Clark, and Nuno Betancourt. Nice. Performing Deuce. That one going up by request to uh, our friend from across the pond there, Ozzy Ace, checking in. Wanted to hear some keys. Was that from the box set or the Supreme set or whatever that shit is? Uh, no, that was uh, just a live YouTube video. That I guess okay. they performed that live in some, I'm going to assume it probably was some club in uh, LA. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So it was kind of an all-star jam type thing. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. See, I, I don't mind, uh, you know, bands doing that kind of stuff or when a, when I, um, member of a band covers one of their own songs but if they just do it as like an impromptu jam sure that's always fun but 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 unlike uh you two re-recording their songs and shit like that you know that just that's just because like what's the reason for this yeah and especially the the pompous youtube horse shit that you know it's just so pompous and so i don't know to me it's just annoying as shit you know, just, just again, I, I, I have no reason to listen to that song anyway, so it, it really doesn't matter to me, but just the pompous way that, you know, we've changed as human beings, especially <laughs> our shot it. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. You, you guys are just a bunch of fucking drunks that made it big. Let's not forget where you came from. Dickhead. You were just four drunks or drunken kids that, that happened to hit. Yeah. And good on you. You're not fucking, you know, we are the world just because you fucking performed on it. Right. Even that, that was just you guys fucking doing a charity gig. Right. Ugh, I just can't stand the pomposity of these fucking assholes. <laughs> I know everybody's so important these days. I know they think that the, they think that the world the world cannot go on unless we hear from their greatness. Right. Of course. It's like, shut the fuck up. Exactly. Just shut up. Uh, but such is the world we live in, my friend. Right. Um, I got a email from, uh, one of our long-term listeners. Okay. Uh, just real quick. Uh, Lisa Vanass. I think that's how you say her last name. Okay. She said, uh, Hey, Neely and Chris, I was just reading that they were reporting that Vince Neal has COVID mm-hmm. and he said, it's really kicking his ass. So we'll see if he does the tour. Yeah. How about that? Huh? <laughs> Hail and kill Anissa. Yeah. What strange timing. Yeah. It's very weird. Right at the same time that, um, you know, they're getting ready to go back on the road. Sure. I can't imagine that they would have a replacement singer come in and do those gigs instead. I can't imagine. (laughs) Unreal, huh? Yep. That's what I was saying earlier in the show. It's just like, I I cannot believe anything that's being reported or, or Mm -mm. is news or, or whatever, because in my opinion, everything is fake now. Everything, oh, yeah. like, whatever the agenda is, whatever story you want it to be, whatever you're trying to push, that's what the story is. Mm-hmm. 
No, you're right. You're hundred percent right. It's, it's all narrative based. It's all, you know, and they all use it. They all lie, you know, and especially Motley Crue. Good Lord. They've never told a fib. Nope. You know, hence the retirement seven years ago. <laughs> uh, well, that does kind of conveniently lead into this story. So obviously we, we, um, we struck a nerve with Motley Crue fans. Um, uh, what, when was that a month ago? Two yeah, weeks, three weeks a month, ago. A month ago. Yeah. It, was, it was before Christmas, right? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, we, we definitely got some flack and that's fine. I don't care about that. You know? I wasn't, I wasn't aware that, uh, the struck a nerve with anybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the people were not happy. The well, YouTubies were not happy. Well, well, who are, who are the people? Who, who the are YouTubers. the YouTubers? Uh, are, are these the uh, Motley fans? Is that the deal that Motley can do no wrong? Is yeah. Is this is are are these the people who are chiming in? I believe they are, Neely. All right, all right. Again, I wasn't aware. I, since you run all the social media and you take care of all the video and all that stuff for the show, I I don't uh, really follow up to see uh, what are people saying. What are they commenting on? Let me see here. I'm going to pull it up right now. The, the YouTube video. All right. Um, our YouTube video. Oh, is Motley trying to fire Vince Neil has 12,000 views in three weeks. Okay. <laughs> Which that's pretty funny all by itself. That Okay. Now where, how do I hit comments on this thing? Show chat display. How do I see the comments? Um, you're the guy who runs that thing. You're, you're having, yeah, I know, but it's, I do it on my PC, not on my Mac. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, there it is. 225 comments. Really? They are 25 comments, 225 comments. What are the people saying, Chris? I'm going to bring it up here and say, Oh, no wonder I couldn't see it because when I was shrunk that small, it doesn't show the comments. I got it. All right. I got what, it now. What are, what are the people saying? Because it's well, important to me knowing to know what the people are saying. Well, I'll show you. Let's <laughs> see. Let me show you what the people are saying, Neely. Oh, goodness. Look at these comments. Just wow. Look at on. that. Look at <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And it goes on and on and on and You're on. Popular. Do you think I can cut in line at the next event I go to? Well, we have, to, we have a video with 12,000 plays on it. Maybe. Yeah. I can not, do this. I can get my Jack and Coke before the rest of you rubes, because we have a Motley Crue video that has 12,000 comments on it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm special that way. Yeah. But here's some of the comments and I'll All just right. read them. Let's let's hear some, what the people are saying. Right. Vince Neal is amazing in the studio and shines as Motley Crue's front man. He's amazing in the studio. Amazing. Really? That's the first comment. His singing is not always on point when they are live, but he is like half of the metal singers in that respect. Say what you want about waiter performances. He can still deliver in the studio and many people would kill for that unique sound he has. And when was the last time they put out something from the studio? 
like a single here and there, but for the most part, not for 25, 30 years. Well, when's the last time they even released a single? When, when was the last time they put out a single? Well, let's see. Motley. I mean, uh, is it like music to crash your car to or saints of Los Angeles or probably the dirt, the dirt. Did they, did they contribute original music for the dirt? I think there was a song called the dirt. Wasn't there with, um, no, with that, with that fucking rap guy on it. Oh, okay. I think I, I don't remember. Let's see. All right. Here's all the singles. Um, but, 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 but yeah, the dirt featuring machine gun Kelly, 2019. Okay. Before that, all bad things must end in 2015. That's what I thought. 2015. Yeah. Sex in 2012. And then saints of Los Angeles era, 2008, 2009. Yeah. So, so at the, at, without the production of machine gun Kelly. Yeah. Uh, it's almost been 10 years. Mm-hmm. So what makes Vince so amazing in the studio 10 years ago? He's amazing. Neely. Okay. All right. I'm just, just clarifying. Okay. Go You're ahead. You're just wrong. I probably am. You're just wrong. Uh, let's see. They've been faking it since at least the farewell tour. We saw the first show in Grand Rapids and about two songs in everything went haywire and all kinds of shit started playing through the PA. Mick started doing a solo. After a minute of that, the rest of the band left the stage and left Mick out there on his own. A couple, and then it just goes on, but I can't, for whatever reason, it's not letting me extend that. Fuck it. Uh, let's see. I used to go see the crew in the area before they made it. They basically played the first album in Helter Skelter, and the songs were a happening back then. <laughs> okay. It just goes on and on, dude. The bottom line is some people are happy. Some people are not. Okay. This is an unfounded rumor and we have no reason to believe Mick retired for a reason other than his bad back. Okay. <laughs> it's exactly what we said in the, in the, in the video. Yeah. We, we said that the, uh, the, the story that's floating around is. Yeah. And we said, we said point blank at the beginning of the story, we said, we don't know this site. We don't know if it's true, but this is what's out there. Right. That's what we said. So, you know, and we're not reporters, just stop it. Stop thinking we are, we're not fucking, um, Fox news. Yeah. That guy that covered Motley Crue died. <laughs> Mr. Larry King. Are your tunes hummable? Yeah, he was CNN guy. Or whatever. Same thing. It's all lying news network. Yes. LNN. So, so anyway, that's what's going on with this video. But, okay. um, but Motley is back in the news with another story here. Where's that okay. story? I got to click the link here. Let me find it here. Oh, here it is. Um, I'll put it up on the screen. So the people could say that we're not, we're not the one creating the unfounded rumor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at Dave, dirty Dave. Is your COVID hummable? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So here is the story that is out there from an industry source. It says industry source, Nikki six fired Mick Mars for being too old 
and told the guitarist, you're never, not ever welcome back. You're not ever welcome back. That's right. Wow. This comes from the metal den. So if you want to be pissed off, weren't they the ones who reported the other story? They are. Okay. They are. So if you want to be pissed off at anybody, be pissed off at them. Once again, listen clearly, YouTube dick fucks. We're not saying if this is true or not. We're just discussing what's been put out there. If it's true, then we'll, then these are our opinions. If it's not, then it's not simple as that. So if you want to stop watching right now, because you're about to get outraged about us providing fake news, then fucking leave dickheads. Are your tunes hummable? Thank you, Larry. <laughs> they might be more hummable if Vince Neil leaves. Although he barely does much more than hum anymore. <laughs> I saw you release that little clip out there on the, uh, on the shorts, on the shorts. Yeah. Yeah. I threw that up there and people love that clip. Yeah, I saw it. That clip is so stupid. <laughs> Showed up in my feed today. Look at that. Look at that. Our shorts are happening. Yeah. I'm trying, trying everything I can on this shit, but all right, here's what they've got to say. All right. And he, and he reads and they write. Yes. And you're going to love the verbiage right from the beginning in the most shocking news to erupt out of the cruise camp. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. Since founding member, founding guitarist, Mick Mars's recent departure from the band after the metal den revealed John five would be his replacement 11 days before any other premier metal magazine or rock radio station confirmed it. A new twist has created its own scandal that continues to rage with new dirt. That is a mouthful. Wow. I will give the metal den credit though. They were a hundred percent ahead of the curve on the John five. Yep. But that was unfounded as well. That was unfounded as well. And and didn't you get didn't you get that inside info from uh, our friend uh, Stevie Rochelle as well? I did, and I believe I got it before the metal den had True. it out there. So True. But again, I'm not. My name's not Eddie of the Trunks, and right. I don't need that kind of credit. Right. You know, and it wouldn't. It's not my credit to have anyway, Stevie. So, you know. Anyway. According to a source from within the band's inner circle, the metal den has been tipped off as to the real reason Mick Mars was ousted from the crew. It seems Mick might have some legal standing for a future age discrimination lawsuit. Ugh. Founding member Nikki six is said to have behind closed doors, fired Mars for being too old. And the bassist told Mick, you're not ever welcome back. So does, does Nikki have the sole discretion of hiring and firing people? Probably. Okay. I, I have to think he's Again, majority stakeholder now. Don't you think? I don't know the answer. I, I don't even know. I, who knows what the agreements or the terms huh. of service are or agreements are within that band. I know of the three remaining originals. He's the only one that didn't leave. 
Vince was gone for a while and, and Tommy was gone for a while. Oh. So he probably holds majority, majority stake at this point. Yep. Okay. You know? All right. Um, as the story goes, Mick has been making his voice more known in recent months concerning the possible move by six to replace Vince Neal with ex Creed singer, Scott Stapp, believe what? it or not. That's oh, come on. That's what they, they're reporting. It's, Scott doesn't sound anything like Vince. <laughs> and, and isn't Scott like a born again Christian now or something? No, he used to be. Now he's a, like a rehabbing mental health guy. Oh, like he's, he's, he's had mental problems or something. Oh, I know, but that's why Creed broke up as because yeah. of his mental issues. Yeah. But he was always Christian guy. I think wasn't Creed a Christian band. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, that's what Creed had something to do with the name, uh, whatever, who, who knows, but you uh, know, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> That well, again, that anything's possible because uh, you know, obviously, uh, John Karabi sounded nothing like Vince. Yeah. yeah. But, but but why would you try to reinvent Crew at this point? I mean, it's just, me. it's just like you're a nostalgia act. You've been around yeah. forty years. I just can't believe they wouldn't just find some tribute singer. Yeah, and I'm sure there's plenty of them out there. There's t- every city has a Motley Crew tribute band. Of course. Every city, there's got to be some good ones out there. Let's see here. Mick was shown the door in the end, not over his back disease, but because he had stayed in the lineup and was originally planned from the outset, he would have thrown off the power that Six and Lee hold together over Neil with Mars out of the band. So Six decided to use Mick's rare back disease as a cover for his move to secretly oust Mars once and for all. Secretly oust him. Secretly. What? Uh, secretly from the public view or secretly? I think what they're saying is that the cover story is the secret. Gotcha. That it's mixed back, not, not that he's an old fuck that needs to leave. Right. Yeah. Or, or he he was the d- dissenting vote. To, yes. Like, to kick, uh, to kick Vince, Vince out, out. And, yeah, for Scott Stapp. <laughs> okay. And, and again, see, here's, here's history being rehashed again. Mm-hmm. When Vince got the boot back in 91. Yep. The backlash was huge. Everybody, Where, where's Vince, 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 you know? And then of course, crew recorded the record Motley crew with, with Karabi, which I think a lot of people enjoy that record quite a bit. Sure. But the fans all were always, well, where's Vince? Where's Vince? Where's Vince? And then of mm-hmm. course, you know, Vince came back in 96 with right. generation suck. Mm-hmm. But regardless, Vince was back. Yeah. And they've been with Vince ever since. Mm-hmm. See, it rhymes Vince yeah. ever since. Look at you, your songwriter. You just didn't know. I am. I am. I just didn't uh, jot those those award winning lyrics down. That's right. Well, we got it here recorded, so that right, you can right. copywritten CMS exactly. Enterprises. Right. Exactly. So so anyway, at this point, with with these guys in their mid sixties, mm-hmm. 
it makes zero sense to to try to reinvent the band at this point. Well, I agree with you. It's a, it's just dumb. It's like it is dumb. why why would you do that? Either, either hang it up. Well, money. I mean, how much money are you going to gain from that? And and the thing is, is if they were make if they were to switch out Vince with a Scott Stapp, if that if yeah. that story is true. People are not going to accept that at all. No. They're going to go, you got that Creed singer? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, crew was everything that Creed wasn't. Or <laughs> vice versa. You know I agree. I mean? You know, and it's just like, this makes zero sense. I know. This kind of goes back to the the, the discussion you were having with uh, our good friend Eric Ferentinos on your Chris Aiken Presents mm-hmm. uh, about the 90s bands. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, being on the tour circuit again, mm-hmm. and that that they were the anti eighties bands. Yeah, yeah. Well, are people going to accept a nineties Creed band that uh, to to front an eighties quote unquote hair metal band? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I again, I don't think it'll work. I was surprised as anybody to see this, but they're sticking to this story. So, you know, I mean. And we'll get we'll get more into the whole Scott Stapp thing right here. So, okay. <clears throat> yes, you read that correctly. Mick Mars still wants to play live for Motley Crue fans. He never intended to let them down in such a big way as to not compete, not complete the band's comeback world tour. Yes, word from this source is that Mick was extremely pissed off about the idea of bringing in Scott Stapp. The source adds, Mick totally hates Scott Stapp. He has never liked any of his music. Yeah, well, I I would agree with that. I mean, I I don't know (laughs) what your thoughts are on Creed. I I just absolutely hated them. Yeah, they're they're not not my favorite. I mean, I know you you like Alter Bridge. I do. But, but boy, I I could, anytime, and and I'm one of these people that back in the day when I Mm -hmm. still listened to commercial radio. Yeah. And we are talking almost 30 years already. Sure. Uh, if a Creed song came on the radio, I automatically switched the dial. I absolutely could not stand them. Your arms were not wide open to no, Creed? No, they were not. I, I could not stand <laughs> that that droning on and, and this this pseudo Eddie Vedder guy. Will you take oh. me higher? The, just the, you know, I, I couldn't take that singing. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hate them, but I didn't no, love I them either. They I, were just I there. Couldn't I couldn't take it. I, I was one of them guys. I didn't hate them, but I certainly wasn't going out of my way to listen to them either. Like so many people were, Ugh. I mean, they were selling out big. Like, I, I know they were huge. places. They were I, huge. I know, I know they were uh, popular. I know yeah. that. Uh, I think one of the last straw in the Camelback, where uh, Scott Stapp was concerned with uh, Creed, is I think they sold. Uh, you know, they sold big at the United Center in Chicago. I think that's where he did the whole laying down on stage during mm-hmm. the middle of the show, and they cut the show short because he was like totally fucked up, and I think that was like the end of his tenure in the band. It was close. I know there was also something with, um, there was some kind of sex tape on the bus with him and Kid Rock getting their dick sucked <laughs> and it got out there and, you know, that was pretty anti what Creed was about. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Plus they're hanging out with Kid Rock. Yeah. They're hanging out. Well, look, dude, look at this picture right here. Here's Tommy Lee. 
hanging with Scott Stapp. Right. You know, 2002. Oof. All right, here we go. Uh, six lied to everyone, just like TMD, the Metal Den, proved he did. He was not planning on revealing the truth in 2022 about Mick even being out of the band until the Metal Den blew the story up so big that he was forced to. The and we said this on, on, our, on our segment. The ticket sales would have suffered had six not come clean. Right. So he used variety to combat to combat the avalanche of negative PR that the Metal Den had created. He could not fire Mick over a back condition that, while it is certainly making it more difficult for the elder rocker to perform, was not totally crippling yet. Even Mick's own friend Carmine Apiece said that Mick is still going to be jamming live at concerts in 2023, just not with the crew. And we said that too, that that was strange. Ex-crew vocalist John Karabi has gone on the record to state that while he thinks Nikki Six and band management are not telling the truth and are covering up the real reason Mars 71 was removed from the lineup after the group only performed in two countries during their twice postponed comeback with him. Okay. Karabi's main beef is that he doesn't think that Mick was allowed to make his own official statement on the matter. And it almost seems like he is radio silent now due to some sort of legal maneuver possibly being used by him on or on him by six. That could be true too. There could be like a, Hey, if you say anything about this, you're not going to get your cut. This metal den is like the new metal sludge. Seems to be. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely seems to, and they seem to know quote unquote, some of the insiders in these, mm -hmm. camps and, you know, somebody's willing to spill the beans as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe John Karabi runs this page. Yeah, You know what? It wouldn't surprise me. His new name, Vince Karabi. <laughs> but isn't that, uh, how, you know, Stevie started metal edge or metal sludge, metal sludge. Or, uh, yeah. you know, like metal edge, but, uh, you mm -hmm. know, he was in the Hollywood scene or even still yeah. is a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he knew a lot of these people, these movers and shakers and people through the eighties. And sure. you know, if you ever watched, uh, the decline of Western civilization part two, the metal years, mm -hmm. Stevie is in that. Yeah. He's got a little cameo and, and he, he knows all those people obviously. And, you know, during the nineties, uh, when the quote unquote, the hair metal bands were not doing anything, right. He still maintained friendships and mm -hmm. associations with a lot of those people and they had nothing to lose. So a yep. lot of them were willing to talk. Yep. And it could be, I mean, it could very well be, um, I mean, I, again, I don't know. I don't know anybody at the metal den. I, I really don't. I mean, I mean but, but would it be surprising if it was somebody who has been in the business? Oh, not at all. Not at all. In fact, it'd be surprising if it's not. Honestly, it would be, to, it would surprise me if it's just some guy. Yeah. Just, just some random, some random fuck who wanted yeah. to open up a, a online zine, man. Yeah. 
I mean, these guys definitely, if what they're reporting is true, let's, let's always leave that caveat there. Cause we don't know that they've talked to anybody. They could just be writing bullshit. True. I mean, we don't know. They could be like the view just spouting bullshit every day. Yes, exactly. All right. Let's see. Here's what Karabi had to say. The verdict for me is out until I hear a statement from Mick. The statement that we heard was put together by Motley and their people. And I'm not totally sure I believe what they're saying. So I'll just leave it at that. John Karabi via blabbermouth. Later in the interview, he clarified, I don't totally believe Mick's reason for leaving Motley. And I don't even know if he's left Motley. I believe maybe he was shown the door. Now, we know that he's in contact with Mick because he did the he did songs for Mick's solo record. Sure. So it isn't like he's it's not like Karabi's saying this, you know, about his long lost friend that he hasn't talked to in 20 years. He just worked with him a couple of years ago. Yep. So what they did they did a project together and now they don't even text. Hey, what's up? Are you really out of Motley Crew? Are you okay, bro? You know, they don't throw any of that kind of shit together. There's something more to that, I think. All right, let's see. The crew is scheduled to tour overseas this year and return for a second North American run in 2024. The constant band drama and infighting has reached the stuff of legends and does not seem to be slowing down as we move ahead toward the eventual kickoff of the world tour. And that's it. So what do you think? Well, I mean, this metal den had their story right a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and they they're putting it in print, which would put them, you know, liable. Right. If they're out there spreading disinformation, that's right. Yeah. Misinformation. I mean, and they're saying some direct stuff about Nikki six. Yeah. So you would think if Nikki didn't say these things, he he would definitely have his lawyer hammering. You would think. You would think. You know, and especially Nikki, if it's costing him millions of dollars. And Nikki being the narcissist that he is, mm-hmm. he's not going to allow this to stand if it's if it's total bogus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who to believe in this thing. I I know this. Nothing they said here. In this, even the Scott Stapp nonsense, none of this surprises me. If it's no, true, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, I could totally see this being, being the way it goes. I could see Scott Stapp being out there. I could see Nikki in his own head believing, well, you know, we can, now that we're on top again, we can bring anybody with us and he's a name and he brings he brings an audience we don't reach. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying I can see well, what I'm saying in his head. I I understand and I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But it's a tough sell. I think it, it would be. But you imagine Motley Crue coming to your town featuring Scott Stapp, the former singer of Creed. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, I I don't get. It. I don't see how that could work, but. I'm looking to see if there's any covers of Scott Stapp doing a Motley song. Scott Stapp. No, doesn't look like he's ever done any. 
there's a there's a mashup. <laughs> yeah, now there's no um there's no evidence that he can sing Motley Crue. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, wow. I I can't I can't see that the fans would like that. Why would they? But it, but you know, I mean, it's that same logic of, you know, the fans didn't love John Karabi either until nope. they did. But did they though? I think some did. I mean, there's, there's, I think, I think people who actually listened to the music mm -hmm. enjoyed the Motley record. Yeah. The and people, I think universally, even guys like me that love that record still think that it should have just been called something else. I agree. Because everybody it's thinks nowhere that. close to sounding like Motley. Not at all. No. But but the thing is, is that if you're the casual fan, mm -hmm. didn't like it. Yeah, you're just this is this isn't my, this isn't the Motley that I know. That's right. Pull my finger, my guns loaded with your Lula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, stop it. Take me higher. So <laughs> speculation, yes. speculation and opinion. Yes. So if, uh, if, um, the, uh, word is that Vince quote unquote has COVID or, you know, it's quote unquote kicking his ass. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, uh, if, if that's really the case and he's not able to do the shows or mm -hmm. they're using that as an excuse, yeah. do, you, do you think that Vince has capitulated and go, okay, I'll step down, but I'm still going to take my cut. Yeah. I do. What you know? It'll be the telltale. Is if while they're on the tour, if Vince is out there doing solo shows, exactly, because <laughs> he ain't gonna stop. Well, but but the thing is, is that would be like a weird conversation to have, don't you think? That uh, yeah. you know that that Nikki and Tommy, if they could even sit in the same room together, right? Because obviously, uh, Vince and Tommy can't be in the same room without throwing punches. Right. Sure. But regardless of how they do it, whether it's through lawyers or, or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. do you think that let, let's just say if, if this story is true, this metal den, yeah. if the story is true mm -hmm. and, uh, Tommy and Nikki uh, get together with their representation, their lawyers and talk to Vince's lawyer and go, listen, he's out of the band regardless of his, um, opposition to it. Yeah. We're moving forward with, without Vince regardless. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to do this, that, and the other without Vince. What does he want to step aside? Cash payout, probably. Well, yeah, I understand that. But but my point is, is that what, so, so Vince will go, 
But here's the caveat. During this time that we're doing our world tour with a different singer without Vince, Mm -hmm. he, number one, has to stay quiet about it. He can't go out and perform. He can't be seen in public doing anything related to Motley music or even his own music. You, You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is where do they decide the amount that he could be paid for his silence or, you know, a non-disclosure thing to say, okay, I agree to this. All right. I won't go with you on tour. I'll, we'll make up the story that, uh, COVID has affected my lungs Mm -hmm. and I, not that I could sing anyway, but I really can't sing now because I'm fucked with the COVID. Sure. Here, here's what I think they would do. Uh-huh. I think, and again, this is all speculation. Once again, I'm going to state, we have no idea if any of this is real. This is just Chris and I at the bar have right. Jack and Coke, mm-hmm. or for those of you on the other side of the pond, lifting a couple of pints. That's right. Having, what I th- uh, having a, uh, well, what if situation? Exactly. Discussion. And I think that what they would do is they would have Vince sit quiet for the European tour. And then they would come back and they would say, you know, we had such a great time working with Scott and it created such a great energy that we're going to stick with Scott and Vince respects that. And he's going to do his own thing. And when we get back together again, to write new music, of course we will talk to Vince about his contribution. They'll do that thing. Well, well, you forgot the most key part. What's that? Although we missed our brother Vince on tour. Oh, yeah, of course. You, you have to put that in there. Yeah. It's like touring without one of your arms, but we found a way to do it anyway. Right. But Like Scott, Rick Allen, we soldiered such on. A, such a welcome uh what do you want to call just a new energy, a new, new wealth of musical knowledge and just such range. And well, he, he stepped up to the plate and filled the big fat shoes of Vince. That's right. Even though we missed our, our brother in, uh, our, our brother in what do you want? buffet line, <laughs> even though we missed our brother in, in, uh, in catering music, Vince. <laughs> Yeah. Our hearts go out to him and his speedy recovery. Yeah. That COVID, it's a real nasty thing. And we hope that Vince is all the way recovered, but we're just feeling so much new creative energy that we have to move forward with Scott. It's an adventurous new time for Motley Crue. Even after all these years, there's something more that we can create together. And and we hope that the crew fans will accept Scott. As crew forever who, who stepped in and filled the shoes of Vince when it was most crucial, crucial, yeah. crucial. crucial, crucial, that's right. Motley crew is a family, no matter who's involved, right? We've <laughs> accepted Scott into the fold and we hope you crew heads do as well. That's right. He and John five have created the new core of Motley crew, right? <laughs> We could write their press release. (laughs) 
watch Nikki reach out to, Hey guys, you want to write that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Chris sits down at his computer, pulls up his word document and, and writes bullshit, 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 period, yeah. bullshit, yep. bullshit, bullshit, period, yeah. bullshit, comma, bullshit, 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 sign Nikki. Yeah. And it would read just about the same. Right. <laughs> All right. People wanted to hear this mashup. You want to play it? Uh, please, please play it. This is one last breath that kill. All right. Hold on. Let me get it. And it's with Scott Stapp singing. So this, this might give you an impression of what this might sound like. This isn't a McClintock. Uh, it's not, it's a Sid Randall. Who I don't know who. That, that McClintock guy. He's a, he's amazing. He's a genius. Dude, I was watching, and I know it's not a new one or nothing, but I was watching that um, Hip to Be Square with Metallica and, and Megadeth in it. Yeah. Hip to Be, you know, Sandman or whatever that one's yeah. called. Right. I, that I, is so fucking good. He has so many good ones, but I, I think my favorite one is the rat uh, uh, round and round and uh, heard it through the grapevine. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, too. With that like is, the temp- that is probably one of my favorite. I, I, you know, I, he's got so many good ones, but he's great, but that one stands out to me as one of the greatest ones of that because it's so seamless, dude. He's so good. I I, I know there's some people don't like those. I I can't get enough of them. If it was up to me, we would replace all the music that we play just with (laughs) mashups. Just, well, what he does is just genius. We should do that one night. Just do one show one time where all we play is mashups. All right. I I'm down with that. We should do that one night. That would be so fun. You know what would be best if we could do a show like that? What's it? Have him on. If we could reach out to that guy and have him on. Yeah, I will. I'll reach out to him. We're going to do our entire show with the music breaks with your mashups. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll reach out to him and see see how we can get that done. Because I would okay. love to have that guy on. He's yeah, he is he's, he's fucking brilliant. It is. All right, go ahead. All right, this is Sid Randall's one last breath that kills. All right, let's blow you up here. Here we go. <laughs> All right, this one sucks. Oh, this is terrible. This one sucks. This just is awful. He just put two things together. He didn't even fit them in the places. All right, I'm I'm cutting that. Yeah, it, it sucks. That's terrible. Now, now blow that picture up again. This one? Yeah. Look, look at the, they, re, is this picture was an official release? Yeah. That's at the press conference. Oh boy. Look I mean, right the, behind them is the, the tour poster. That's the press conference. I'm assuming. Look at, look at Vince. He's got it's, that. He's got that Kentucky fried chicken. I just ate a whole bucket. Look on his face. <laughs> Holy fuck. Looks like he's been up an hour. <laughs> just boy I, I, 
mean, you know, look, look at this guy. What is he wearing on his wrist? One looks like a watch. I'm not sure what the other one yeah, is. I don't know. But but he's got balloon hands. And look, he's got his pants or, or his shirt is tucked into his pants a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> Probably because, and I know this of being a fellow fat guy, <laughs> when you sit and your fucking shirt tucks because it falls into that space and your pants gets crushed in by your gut. That's what he's got going on there. Right. Fat guy belly. Oh my God. You couldn't pull your shirt out there, Vin. <laughs> and this is, this is what the promoter was concerned about. This is going to make us millions. Yeah. But here, here's the thing. This, this fucking, um, tour got delayed for three years. Yeah. In three years, Vince couldn't pull it together, even though when was this tour supposed to happen in 2019 or 20? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It Before was the, no, 2020, because yeah. it was the year of COVID. Right. So he couldn't pull it together for two years. I hate to tell you, this is pulling it together for two years. <laughs> if you look at pictures of him two years earlier than this, he looks way better. Oh, I know. He looks astoundingly better than he did. Uh, Dude, there's a video out there or several videos out there of how he, how Vince got in shape for the fucking tour. Yeah. And this is why he'll never stay in shape. Did he, did he work out a little bit, but what he was doing was he was going to like the doctor and they were doing all that shit with like the freezing, the whatever you do, you freeze oh, the fat and that kind of thing. Not lipo. They, they have some new, it's, it's a new technology where it's like a, I don't know what you call it. it. It looks like a big old, big old, like laser thing that you put on their stomach and they rub it around and it freezes the fat. Okay. And apparently if you freeze the fat, it breaks up. All right. And then it, you know, gets absorbed into your body and then you shit it out, I guess. But, you know, I don't know exactly how it works, but see this? I saw it on YouTube. I saw it. Let me see if I can find some of those videos. Let me kick out of this for a minute. Did they know that Vince did this. I have no idea. Let's see. Vince Neal getting in shape. Uh, for tour. Remember, remember back in, what was it? The either late nineties or early part of the two thousands. I, I think there, there was like an MTV, like short series called being Vince Neal or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he did that song. If I die tomorrow. And didn't he go through like some liposuction and some like plastic surgery or something during that? Yeah, he did. Other than that, he went through a bunch of plastics. Yeah. He cut his face and they showed it on the TV that they yeah, cut his face right. all up and shit. But I think he did some liposuction and stuff. Uh -huh. and, and I think that's, I think he still was involved. And I don't know if he's not involved with her anymore, but his chick Sharice or somebody. Yeah. And, and she was like all supportive of him and <laughs> right by his side. Yeah. <laughs> And, she, and they did the whole, what, what is it called? What was it called? Being Vince Neal or living? Becoming Vince Neal, I think. Vince Neal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I Die Tomorrow is a Motley song. Correct, Colin. I'm an idiot. The song he did was Promise Me. Okay. Which is a garbage song, but um, 
All right. But yeah, look at look at him. He's got the fat thing on his stomach. You're never going to keep the weight off if you do it through a fucking gadget. Why isn't it playing? Oh, it is playing. Who is that? Def Leppard that? and Joan. Huh? Is that Vince? That's Vince. Oh, that's Vince. Now, who is taking pictures? Probably his chick. I don't know. Well, how did they get out online? He might have put them out there. <laughs> okay. Showing that he was working hard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mute the audio because it's just some dude. All right. I'm looking to see. This isn't the one I was looking for, but it does have this picture of him with the fucking gadget. All right. See if they can switch to it. See, there he is. Now look at him. He's working out. <laughs> and they're back. Got that big thing on, rubbing the fat. All right. Getting the fat off him. Yeah, there he well, is again. He's why just doing it. Why don't you just opt for a healthier lifestyle? Stop it. And snail. <laughs> Yeah, he did. I mean, I know I'm looking to see if I can't find the actual video of this thing working. There was video of him, and that wasn't it. Okay. There's actual video somewhere. I saw it, but I don't know where it is. Is this it? I'm looking here. Oh, here it is. Yeah, this is it. Hold on. All right, here we go. This is um this is another guy, so I won't I won't turn the sound all the way up, but uh Vince Steele shares workout video. Okay. So this guy is reporting on Vince doing this. Before we go any further, let's see the actual video uh Vince Neal posts himself to Instagram. Vince? What is he doing? People and their stupid yappy dogs. The dumb dogs. And why has he got a camera? Work out, dick. Jeez. See, he's he's using this ab thing, and it said he even wrote it. It says it's like doing twenty thousand crunches in just thirty minutes. Uh, Shit's never gonna stay off you. Right. Well over 10,000 crunches right now. This thing is what do you call killing it? It really is. It's uh oh boy. Amazing how this gets you strong quick. Wow. So it's getting you strong while you're yes. doing it? Yes. Getting you strong while you're sitting, they say. Wow. Getting you strong. Yeah. There he is. Look at this beauty. <laughs> I love the rocky sort of hype. Anyway, that's what he was doing. But there's another video. This still isn't it. And I'm not finding the one I'm looking for. He had some other kind of fucking thing that freezes. It freezes fat. I know I saw this thing. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Right, well, whatever. I mean, the bottom line is he, it ain't him running 12 miles. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're a multimillionaire. Yeah. What else do you have going on during your day? Yeah. Get on the treadmill, eat healthy. You could afford a, 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 a dietitian, yeah. you know, and, and get it together. You, you stand to 
net, you know, millions of dollars for your participation in that stadium tour. See, but he doesn't care. That's I, the whole. I, I know. I, I guess I don't understand the I don't care thing, especially when it comes to your health and. Because he doesn't want to live to be a thousand. Well, it's not a matter of living to a thousand, but it's just the fact that, listen, I'm out in front of stadiums full of people, Mm -hmm. you know, when you want to be your best, Mm, get paid the same either way, I guess, I guess if you have that attitude, sure. I can eat pizza or I can eat salad. Either way, I'm making 50 to a hundred thousand dollars tonight. Yeah. I'll go with the pizza. I understand Vince's logic. I do. Yeah. I do. I understand as a fat guy, I certainly understand the logic if you don't give a shit, you don't give a shit. I, I guess. I, I guess I don't understand the don't give a shit. I think yeah, that's, I mean, that's just me. I'm just talking about me. I can't even yeah. imagine. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you really don't care, then you really don't care. You know, I guess, I guess. there's, there's some people that are overly vain too. You know, they gain one pound and they're fucking losing their shit. Right. And there's guys like Vince that are like, fuck it. I like to eat. You know, I mean, that's Vince's problem. Vince's problem is, you know, they can make all the excuses they want. Vince's problem is he likes shitty food. Yeah. And he likes alcohol. Loves alcohol. Loves shit food. Sure. You're not getting this kind of fucking fat from eating fish and, um, you <laughs> know, grilled salmon and salad. And exactly. No, this motherfucker is fucking. I, I doubt he's eating Subway. He's right. eating fucking Burger King. Right. You know, by the by the double whopper with cheese load. <laughs> guarantee you. I guarantee you Vince's fucking fast food places around him know him by name. Sure. Hey Vince, how you doing? The usual. <laughs> Guaranteed. Nice. All right, I say we take a break, come back, okay. finish up the show. All right. Since we're talking Vince and Motley Crue, I'll let you pick a Motley song or maybe a Vince tune or whatever comes to mind. Um, bu- 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 bu. Uh, uh, Vince, I'll go Vince solo from Exposed and go with um, The Edge. Okay. I'm living on the edge of time. All right. Steve and, Stevens, uh, better than Mick Mars. <laughs> Blasphemy. I know it. All right. And what was the song again? The Edge. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave you with, uh, before we get into The Edge, mm-hmm. uh, it's Neil was on uh, Opie and Anthony back in the okay. day. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, this was this. discussing uh, that his voice is stronger than ever. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, here's The Edge by Vince Neil exclusively here. On your classic metal show. How is that, though? Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja!